Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 158. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilil Springer. This week on the show, we're joined by Forest Salon Software CEO Ronan Percival to share insights on navigating salon closures and advice on how to generate revenue during these times. With everything that's happened uh, over the last couple of weeks, there's a story that I love in a book called Good to Great by Jim Collins that I think is really prescient for, for everything that's happening right now. Uh, and the story is particularly good because it's something that it's not just the beginning of a crisis when there's a lot of panic and people not sure what's happening um, and the information that everyone's getting changes hour by hour. There's obviously that part of the crisis that we're, we're in now in, in some countries and then some countries have gone even past that. Um, but this is a story that I think you can kind of go back to and gives you strength at any time of, of going through a crisis. And the story's name is The Stockdale Paradox. And I'm just going to read it to you now. So Admiral Jim Stockdale was the highest ranking military officer in the Hanoi Hilton. And uh, this is basically a prison camp uh, during the Vietnam War. And he was there for seven years from 1968 to 1974. He was tortured over 20 times. And by his own account, Stockdale came out of the prison camp even stronger than when he went in. In preparation for a day that the writer of this book, Jim Collins, got to spend with Jim Stockdale. He read his book in Love and War. And while he read the book, he found himself getting depressed because it seemed like there were systematic constraints and they were so severe that there seemed like there was never going to be any end in sight of getting out of the prison camp. His captors would come in every day and torture him. And he had no sense of whether he'd ever get out of the prison camp. It was an absolutely depressing situation. It's like we can all survive anything as long as we know when it will come to an end. And when we know when, we then have a sense of control. But he had none of that. And I think that's what's particularly similar to the situation we're in now. It's out of all of our control and we don't know when it's going to end. And so you kind of go to yourself when you're reading this story that, you know, wait a minute, you're getting really depressed with, with this fact and you, you, you know the end of the story, so you know that he gets out and you know he gets re reunited with his family and you know he becomes a national hero afterwards. But he didn't know that at the time and, and we don't know that uh, in the situation that we're in. So how did he not let those oppressive circumstances beat him? And how did he not get depressed? And so what he said was the following. Well, you have to understand that it was never depressing because despite all those circumstances, I never ever wavered in my absolute faith that not only would I prevail, get out of this, but I would also prevail by turning it into the defining event of my life that would make me a stronger and better person. Not only that, I realized I was actually the lucky one. And this can seem really, really strange to hear somebody having this view in such a dire situation. But it was this that kind of gave him the strength to see it through. And another thing that the writer asked him was, how come some people didn't make it out of this and, and some people did? You know, what was the difference between people who were able to, to last? And he said that it was actually easy to figure out who didn't. And it was the optimists. And this can seem like a really surprising thing. Like, how can the optimists be the ones who struggle to get out of this? And he said the following, the optimists, yes, they were the ones who always said, 
we're going to be out by Christmas. Christmas would come and it would go and there would be another Christmas and then they died of a broken heart. And this is what I learned from all those years in the prison camp where all those constraints were just as oppressive. You must never, ever, ever confuse on the one hand the need for absolute unwavering faith that you can prevail despite those constraints with, on the other hand, the need for the discipline to begin by confronting the brutal facts, whatever they are, and face the truth that you are not going to get out of here by Christmas. Even though I've actually read that story myself in Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, as many forest staff members would have, um, hearing Ronan tell it, and especially during these times, really gave me the chills. And knowing you well, Killian, I'm sure it had some similar effect on you too. Um, in this week's episode, Forest Salon Software CEO Ronan Percival is going to take some time to discuss with us how to cut expenses, how to generate revenue while closed, and we'll of course touch base on this story you've just heard. Um, so without further ado, welcome back to Forest FM Ronan, it's always nice to have you here with us. Hi guys, how are things? Good now. Uh, it's not your first time on the show, you've been on it a few times, but with this one, unfortunately the news around today's one is slightly different. I have to agree with Zoe, listening to your soundbite there with your story, um, it was quite chilling and what really stuck out to me is the optimism <laughs> because um, like even myself, I've been going around saying, ah, sure, it'll blow over by June. It'll be grand by June. And realizing now I just need to knock that mindset right out because June will come and we don't know where we're going to be. Every single day is changing. So that, yeah, that one really struck a chord. How do you feel about the story yourself? Yeah, well, I, I just, when I read it, I, I was, uh, it just really hit home that, um, it may not quite be as extreme as a situation that Jim Stockdale was in, but it's a very similar one for all of us in the world. Like we don't know when this is ending and we would love for it to be over next month, but just cause you love for it to be over next month by you pretending that it's going to be over next month, won't make it happen. You know, it's going to end when it ends and it's out of all of our controls. And so therefore we need to prepare for the worst and prepare for, and just get focused on the, on, on the facts of what we're actually hearing and what actually might happen. Um, and then just prepare for the worst. And if you do that, I think you have a much better chance of getting through. Um, and that's kind of some of the stuff that I want to share with people, um, today in, in terms of what to do in your salon, you know, prepare for the worst. What does that mean? Um, and going through some ideas that I've seen working really well and then focusing on the things that you can do that are actually within your control. Um, and that can give you a lot of confidence. Because that's what I was interested to find out because I would quite often see myself as quite an optimistic person as much as it annoys people <laughs> because you're like, ah, oh, it'll be grand, it'll be grand, it'll be grand. I think it's a typical Irish thing. Ah, sure, it'll be grand. We'll get through it. But the reality is here. So I suppose what I want to ask, like, what does this look like? Have you seen any salons demonstrate anything that they're, they're doing this in the right way? Yeah. Yeah, I have. So I think, I think basically, um, what we saw in all the countries in, in Ireland was one of the first countries that we're in to, to completely shut down, um, for the salons to shut down. And what they needed to do was face the situation that they didn't know when they'd be back reopening. They don't know. So there's no point preparing for two weeks. Prepare for an indefinite time. Um, so that's the first thing. And in that situation, then you have to lay off all your staff immediately. 
because you you can't afford to pay those wages when you've no money coming in. All you're going to do then is make it more likely that you're going to go out of business or go bankrupt. So you have to take that action straight away because um, that's the biggest cost in the salon. Uh, luckily, you know, governments around in different places have been introducing supports so that people are, who are temporarily laid off in this way are, you know, in many countries are getting 70 or 80% of, the, of their normal wages, which is fantastic. So that helps the salons deal with that situation. Um, but unfortunately, you know, if your country isn't offering that, you still have to take that action immediately. And the quicker you do that, the more chances of survival you have. Um, another thing is the second biggest cost that, that salons face is their rent. So the vast majority of salons do rent their premises. Um, you need to stop paying your rent straight away. Uh, in the vast majority of cases, um, you should be able to go to your landlord and negotiate a stay of rent or some sort of deferment. Um, and you, you need to do that. Uh, they're not going to be able to find a new tenant in the meantime. So, um, you know, you have that in your favor uh, and it's a strong card to play. And now is the time to play it. It's not, it's probably the only time in your career you'll ever be able to play that card and know, you know, that you are in a position where they can't just get another salon to come in. So do use that and push that as hard as possible. If you stop your rent and your, and your, your staff overheads, that's 90 to 95% of overheads for most salon owners. Um, so you're, you're giving yourself a chance to survive. Um, for as long as possible if you do that. For all other costs then, you do need to like either cancel them if they're to do with keeping, you know, the salon open or anything like that, um, or, you know, reduce them. So, uh, and for example, in, in the case of Forest, you know, we are offering a 50% deferment of, of the subscription fees and things like that. So, you know, you just need to reach out to our um, finance department, which is sarah.brett at forest.com. Um, and then we'll be able to, to organize that with you. Um, so that's really the first thing. And it's like facing the brutal facts, which are, this could be closed for a long time. So now deal with that today, you know, and don't wait a month because every cent is going to count. Well, speaking of every cent counting, is there anything, any opportunity to keep revenue coming in? We've been seeing a lot of things with click and collect retail and stuff like that. Yeah, so there's two there's two kind of areas where, or three areas, I think, where it's possible to generate revenue. Um, the most successful so far that I've seen are online gift voucher promotions to your existing clients. Um, and so you can do that with Forest. And uh, we luckily were able to get that finished um, for the rest of the world so that all our clients could, could offer this to their clients. Um, and how it works is that you, you send out an email. We've put some nice templates in Forest, but if you don't use Forest, you know, you can just write your own email. And um, when you send that out, you're basically saying, um, you know, we really need your support in this hour of need. And if you purchase a voucher, gift voucher from us online, um, this will enable us to reopen when the coronavirus crisis clears. Um, and we are seeing a huge number of clients support their salon in this way. A lot of people, you know, they, they have a really deep connection with their salon and, and their stylist or their beauty therapist, and they want to support them. They want to support their local businesses. Um, and uh, some salons have got, you know, $10,000 in one day from this promotion. And that's $10,000 at a time like this that is absolutely invaluable, um, particularly when you have no other revenue coming in. So if you've already cut your costs 
right down to the bone. And then you can bring in something like 10,000 or 5,000 or whatever it is that your clients will give you for this. And um, that's the money that, that, that you'll need to pay those little extra things to stay open that you will need to pay. Um, so I'd really recommend you doing that if you haven't done that already. Some people have gone like, oh, why would my clients do that? Well, you'd be surprised. And you, to be brutally honest, you have nothing to lose by sending something like this. Um, so, uh, and we're seeing a huge wave of support uh, for people who, who are doing it. So that's the first thing, Zoe, I, I'd recommend every salon to do. And, and they can reach out to Forrest to help them to do that. Um, the other two things are, um, the first one is... Uh, e-commerce so sending products out to people who have been buying those from your salon um, so right now we're really hard at work getting our e-commerce uh, features sorted we hadn't actually planned to do this until 2021 but obviously with um, the arrival of this crisis we've diverted huge a number of our of our software developers to work on this problem and, and we should have something uh, very soon and basically what we're doing is we're going to let people sell products um, that they have in stock in their system. And also we're going to link it true to anybody in the system that has bought a product in the last 8, 12, 14 weeks and be able to send them an email or text message saying, you know, if, if your product might be running low, if you want to rebuy it, just click this link. Um, and then it'll send an order to the salon owner who can then post it out. It'll collect the payment and everything as well. So I think that's a, another thing. If you, if you want to do that right now, you could just go into your software and figure out, <clears throat> go through all your product sales over the last three or four months. Um, and if you, know, if you go back far enough, like a couple of months, everyone who bought a product, maybe just reach out to them by a personal email yourself or a text message saying if they want to buy it. Um, and you could just take the credit card over the phone uh, and then post it out to them. So there is a way to do it manually uh, right now if you if you want to get started on that. So that's the second of, of the three areas. And the third one is online consultations. So we have seen some, some salons, um, some stylists and therapists and things doing some online consultations and charging for those as well um, to help people um, you know, maintain their look and do different things like that through through this time. Um, that's something that's still developing and we're having a look at it. Um, but there's a lot uh, of stuff out there online around that. If you just search on Google with people who are a lot more experienced than I am on it. So I'm not going to talk to it uh, too much because it's not, it's not my area of expertise. But I think if you, as a salon owner, you should definitely be, be getting stuck in and seeing if there's a way you can avail of that. So yeah, so there, there are three ways um, that we know of right now that you can you can generate revenue from they're all great ways one thing that's sticking out in mind right now is everyone is told to self-isolate so one of the biggest things kicking in at the moment is boredom so like we're actually going to see a lot of online sales skyrocket so it's, it's, it's kind of a good time to actually capitalize on that and even the online consultations we just crave human interaction so while we can't do it to go out to the business, create those consultations or like kind of group channels where your clients can all get involved and feel like they've, they've left the house for an hour. So what other advice then do you have for salons to start thinking about or preparing for? Like I know here at Forest, we've created a lot of resources that will get you to go through in a while, but is there anything that you could say now? Yeah, so so what, what, what I would, um, kind of like the Stockdale paradox, you know, if we were to write this story in many years' time, we don't know how long in the future, but let's just go forward five years when we know it'll definitely be over, right? Um, 
you know, you'll be telling the story about how people came out of this crisis and they will desperately need to go to a salon. Um, you can just imagine what the state of people's roots are going to be like, right, uh, around the world. Um, people will need to go, uh, they'll want to get pampered as well because they won't have gone to you know, a beauty salon or a spa for a long, long time. Um, and so salons are going to be really, really busy just after this ends. I, I think that's kind of really a key thing to keep in mind. We just don't know when it's going to happen, but what we do know is that they're definitely going to be really busy at that time. Um, so prepare for that. So things like, you know, as you're going to come up to it, get your staff back on. So it's good if they're all on temporary layoff so that they're able, they're fully trained already and they can just join straight away. You're going to want to be able to open up as much slots as possible. So this is something we'll talk about, um, I think, coming nearer the time when, when things look like we're, we're getting to the end of the crisis. We'll, we'll share stuff with you through Forest and our blog and, and on this podcast. But um, I'll be saying open seven days a week. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, people, you're going to have everybody wanting to have an, a hair appointment within a week or two. Um, so make sure you avail of that because you're going to be able to just get a lot of cash in the door very quickly. Do later opening hours and um, all those kind of things, right? So, um, and you're going to want to send out an email to people telling them about this, you know, letting them know it's available, have links to let them book online, you know, make sure they have your app, you know, the app will get updated so, so they can use your app and, and then get their appointment booked in with who they want. And then in terms of uh, health as well. So I think what we're going to see is we're going to see a much more health conscious consumer. And when I say health conscious consumer, I mean, you know, people are going to be much more conscious about washing their hands, about cleanliness and hygiene. And um, so people will probably stop using cash, for example. I think uh, cash was kind of on the way out anyway. But I think with this crisis, you know, people probably will only want to pay with like, you know, touch, uh, tapping a card or using their phone or whatever, right? So you'll be able to use that with Forest, um, with the app, you know, make sure that they have their card on that and they can pay with that. You're going to be able to do that at the end. Um, in the salon yourself, like, is there a way, you know, can you spread out uh, where the chairs are beside each other? Make sure that there's a good distance between them all. I think things like that are going to be very important. And you're going to, you're going to have a good lot of time over the next few months to think that through and think, is there any changes you can make to your premises? That will really help when, when things open up. And that'll be a story that you can then tell people by email or whatever uh, communication method you use on, on social, etc. You know, we've opened up, we've made these changes to make it more hygienic. And we're going to be open seven days a week. We're going to be open till from, you know, 7 a.m. till 10 p.m. to cater for you. We know, you know, we know you want to come in. Um, and I, if you do that right, you're going to have this real boost to your salon just after the crisis ends. And uh, I think it's a really cool thing to, to be able to get your mind to focus on. Maybe not right now, you know, but as, you know, give it another month. This is be the kind of things that I think if people focus on this to really, really, you know, hit a home run. And um, when this all ends. Oh yeah, it's going to be just like Christmas once this picks up again, where it's going to be impossible to get a booking in again. Yeah, it's going to be mental. And especially because, look, unfortunately, I, I wish it weren't the case, but some salons are going to go to the wall. We know that. The ones that are left are going to have to take up all that business. So just make sure that you're one of the ones that is left because, it, you know, you'll do really well at the end. Yeah. And, and of course, you're not alone in this. We've uh, put together a lot of resources here at Forest. Uh, do you want to run through those, Roland? Yeah. And we're going to be adding to this all the time. 
So the first thing I talked about uh, today was like, you know, like cutting your expenses and getting everything closed up. So one, uh, we have a salon closure checklist and you'll get this by going to forest.helpjuice.com. Um, that link will actually be in the notes of the podcast anyway, if you want to uh, go find it. Um, and on there that just has, you know, everything that you need to do when you're closing your salon down. Um, the next thing is we've got actually a, a really good webinar called Don't Be Scared, Be Prepared, which is available in the Forest Academy, which is our sort of online learning platform built within the forest software. And to get there, you just click on manager on the left-hand side navigation bar and then click on training and search for um, Don't Be Scared, Be Prepared and watch that webinar. It was very highly recommended uh, for the current situation. We've also put together a resource website called forest.com forward slash c-19 again that link will be in the program notes of the podcast um, but if you go there um, no matter what country you're in it's actually in Finnish and German um, as well for the salons from those countries um, but there you can get uh, a whole host of things that we're doing and things that you can like checklists but also ideas for, for what, what you should be working on um, we've also got some good blog posts one on coronavirus cancellations so if you go to theforest.com forward slash blog and just search for coronavirus, you'll find that. Um, and then we also have one called Navigating the Uncertainty Caused by COVID-19. So lots of stuff there. And then as I was saying, the big one is, you know, if you haven't sent out, you know, an email to your clients asking them to support you by buying a gift voucher, I really recommend that you do. Um, and if you're wondering how to go about that, you can go on to forest.helpjuice.com as well and search for online gift card or just reach out to us by emailing letsgrowatforest.com and we can get somebody to, to work with you getting that email out and getting your, your online gift cards set up. Of course, you can also keep an eye peeled on our social media, global and regional accounts where we post daily updates on what we're working on that can help you see it through this crisis. Our coronavirus resource page is updated frequently too. And so to make sure you get all of this content, we encourage everyone listening to follow these accounts, which will be uh, linked in today's episode's notes. And just one final thing there, Zoe, I'd just like to say, you know, to any salon owner that's listening to this, um, you know, we're we're in a a tough situation just like you you know we've had to go through some really tough cuts um internally in our company too because ultimately we're in the same industry as you and we we're all affected so i know the feelings that you're going through um it's incredibly hard incredibly stressful but we'll get through it together um, and we're determined to make sure that we can help every single one of you you know generate some more revenue and be open and then do really well when this opens so you know, just focus on, on working on your business while this is happening and stay strong. We'll all stay strong together. And, and I know we can make it out. Well, listen, thanks so much, Ronan, for joining us on the show today to cover a topic that's not the easiest to talk about at the moment. But again, really interested to see how some of these new changes in the forest system will be able to benefit salon owners. Thanks, guys. Thank you. If you want to share your thoughts on this episode or have any suggestions, any questions for Ronan as well, you can send us an email at forestfm at forest.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcast. It takes a minute of your time, but it helps us tremendously in providing you with impactful episodes. Otherwise, stay safe and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Great music makes great moments. Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed.
Forest FM, the salon owners podcast is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more and generating referrals. Let's grow.